Welcome back to Between the Lines. If you're new here, we're a podcast that covers majority of sports. Today we're going over NBA team superlatives. We're going to be grading the West. We got a fun little East. trivia. We're going to be grading the East. Grading the East, sorry. Yep. We got a fun little trivia game. Then we have our two recurring segments, as always, Trivia of the Day and Hot Take. As always, it's me, Jay, and in front of me, Kobe. Kobe, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing great, dude. I'm $100 richer. Thanks to Marsh Madness. Oh, man, let's get into that real <laughs> quick. So, we are on to the final four. This is by far the craziest March Madness I've ever witnessed, and we called it. Dude, we, I, I could be 100% on. I said the lowest seed ever is going to win March Madness. Yep. Come on, FAU. Make me look like a genius. And who gave you that hot take? It's my boy, Jaden. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's go. And then Patrick said there's going to be the most upsets. Yeah. And I think there has been. The highest seed remaining is a four seed, but what games do you want to talk have, about? Should have been a six seed. Or yeah. the lowest the lowest seed should go nine, then six, but it's okay. Yeah. So let's start with the Elite Eight. Michigan State, Kansas State. You watch that? Yeah, that was insane, oh, dude. Oh, my goodness. Insane. Marquise Noel is yeah. different, dude, on a bum ankle. Yeah, that was crazy, bro. You already know he's going to the Heat dude. undrafted. <laughs> that pass was unbelievable. When he's, like, arguing with the coach, he was, like, trying to figure out what play to run. And corner of his eye, he sees Keontae Johnson cutting and just throws a absolute dot right to the side of the backboard for him yeah that was very fun to watch kansas state run was nice and he got the game winning stop too yeah that was God, fun to he's watch such a beast dude and then i missed the middle games but at night i tuned into gonzaga ucla oh my god what a that. game dude that is always a classic i know i hope we get that every single year yeah because it is always good here sidetrack real quick is it just me or does marquise noel and um What's the guy? What's the running back's name for K State? Oh, Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn, brother. Same height. They are the same people. <laughs> like they look the same, same height, same team. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Maybe they are. They just switch bodies. Maybe. Like I saw a TikTok video of Kansas State football, and they were. Uh, it was like the background noise of a K State game, and they were playing like mini hoop basketball, and I legit thought it was Marquise Noel. Really? Yeah, and it was Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. But, yeah, that Gonzaga-UCLA game, oh, what a game, dude. That was legit, a, like, a recreation of the Villanova game-winning shot. Yeah, that ending was fire. Unbelievable. It's his name, Julian Strother, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's nice. And then I did not watch their next game. They got absolutely destroyed by UConn. Who I think is going to win it? Yeah, all UConn is absolutely running through the tournament. They're they've won by a margin of twenty two point five. It's annoying because I wanted to pick them to win it all. Yeah, Jordan Hawkins, dude, he's such a beast, bro. It, like every time I see him shoot, I think it's going in. He's got the prettiest jumper. They should have won the Big East too. Yeah, and then FAU Kansas State game that was great. That was very good. And then do you want to talk about the Creighton game? No. <laughs> Dude, hell of a run, dude. Made history. I'm so happy for this. I'm so happy of how Creighton played. They put their heart on the line every single game. 
I'm just mad it had to end. It was such a physical game the entire second half. And yes, it was a foul. I'm not going to say it wasn't a foul. He had his left hand on his hip. But they didn't call that the entire second half, and you're going to call that with one second left. All the officiating has just been horrible this tournament, but it's still been a great tournament. Yeah, that was very tough. I'm excited, though, for the Final Four. And then you're going to take .3 seconds off of the of the clock when it got tipped out. There's .3 seconds left, but oh, they said yeah. the clock started early, so they just canceled. They just said the game's over. I think it's foot across the line, too. It did, but I don't, I don't even. I don't even think you can check that. Yeah, that was very tough for you. <laughs> when he missed the first free throw, I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like he's got to be nervous. Please miss the second one. I can't believe we were even in it to start, though. That pass by uh, Seiko, right to Shireman, like at our hoop. Yeah. For Baylor to tie it up, I couldn't believe we got that. It does suck, but. You were walking away, a rich man. I am, 100 Tell bucks. Tell people what happened. Dude, I'm just a beast. I don't know how else to say it. I started off so hot, and then I started to get some games wrong. But I, I think the hot start, as long as no one's other, no one's team won the whole thing, which I picked Bama, uh, Nate picked Bama, you picked Houston, Big Mike picked Texas, and Patrick picked Kansas. Every team lost, so it all came down to who had the most correct, and that was me, baby. Yeah, I'm not even mad. I love I love upsets. Yeah. It was exciting. It was great, dude. Furman. That's how it all started. Furman yeah. <laughs> kept the run going for me. Yeah, so he did a bracket challenge for money, and Kobe won. So yeah. I needed it, too. I'm broke. <laughs> I'm, I'm broke as can be. All right, you want to get in these superlatives? Yeah, let's do it. So basically what we're doing, if you guys have ever seen those like NBA superlatives or NFL, whatever sport it is, of like best offense, best defense, best and worst this, that. Yeah, like best hands. Got, for Like for receivers, there's like best hands, best route running. Yeah. We made a couple of categories on our own, uh, about six, and we're just going to start off with the NBA. I can start off. Um, so we're going to do – just playoff and playing teams as of now because the play, uh, playoffs haven't started. Yeah. So, Mavs fans, you're out of it right now. <laughs> no, you can count them in. <laughs> it's pretty obvious what teams you can't count. Yeah. I'll just start off with my Dark Horse team. I'm going to go Miami Heat. I'm hoping they win the play-in, and then they'll probably have to get either Philly or Boston, which is going to be tough, but... If it's any team that could do it in the East, I feel like it's Miami. They could make it into the playoffs, or they're only they're tied with the Nets right now. Yeah, hopefully they do. So they Ho might they might have to might not have to deal with the play-in. Hopefully, yeah, and hopefully they don't pass the Knicks because the Blazers get their pick. <laughs> but Jimmy Butler is just different in the playoffs. Bam's obviously insane, and then Tyler they got a trio. It's just their surrounding pieces, but if I had to put my money on any, like, dark horse team to go kind of far, I would pick Miami Heat. I like that. You got Spolcher, one of the best playoff coaches as well, and Jimmy Butler. He's, like, if you look at him as a regular season player, you would never think he's a top player in the league. But when he when playoffs hits, he's like, all right, now I'm going to try. Yeah. It's like he doesn't try in the regular season. It's unbelievable. He's Michael Jordan's son. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's insane. But I really like that that dark horse because I feel like they're dark horses a lot of the times. Even though they're high seed sometimes, I feel like they're never like they're going to win this whole thing. Yeah. So I like that they're kind of under the radar this year. Gonzaga. Gonzaga, yeah. All right, mine's a little biased. <laughs> but I'm going to say the Pelicans just because. Wow. Yeah, just because if you're to look at a team and think a dark horse, like if that team is to make the play-in, win the play-in, I don't care who you are as a one seed, that is not an eight seed that you were trying to play or a seven seed if you're the two seed. No one would want to play that team as the one or two seed because if Zion comes back healthy, that trio is insane. They didn't lose a game when they were, when that trio was together. And they're starting to pick it up now. They're on a four-game winning streak. About to make it five after tonight after whooping the Blazers' ass. And <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> what? I need y'all to win. <laughs> That's true. Tanking. That's true. For Wemmy. For Wemmy? Yeah. You, you might have to tank a little bit harder than that. So my question is, how far do you think the Pelicans will go? Fully healthy? Yeah. Um third round. Honestly, I I they were first in the West when this team was healthy. So Western Conference Finals? Yeah. You don't see finals. I could, but I'm not gonna say that. No. Yes you are. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say that. How I, far I can do you de- see the Pelicans going? I don't winning think winning it all? I don't think no, I don't think they win at all. So making it because I finals. still think injuries are gonna somehow happen in the playoffs because they always affect us every damn game but we're really hot right now trey murphy was unconscious last game 10 threes not one of them hit rim yeah not a single three hit rim they were all nothing but net brandon ingram's facilitating is unbelievable off the charts right now 24 assists zero turnovers in the last two games actually i think he had one turnover it was an offensive foul but it wasn't like an actual turnover if you know what i mean yeah and he's had 30 points in the last four games. They're just clicking at the right time, which is good. Zion could be back with three games left. So if they get him incorporated, get back. If they get past the first round and Zion starts to get back to what he was and is gets to a playoff mode, they can beat anybody. Right now it doesn't matter, though, because you're beating like the Horn- the Whemmy teams. Well, yeah, but we just beat, we just whooped the Clippers' ass with yeah, se- Paul George with though. seven free throws. Yeah, no Paul George though. No Zion. Yeah, he's <laughs> never there. Hey, Kawhi, he Paul George actually Kawhi played. was playing the best ball of his life, and Herb Jones held him to four of fifteen. Yeah, because he didn't have PG. It, that don't matter. Yeah, it does. No, it's someone he can kick out to. Yeah. You can run around screens and stuff like that. But Herb had him on locks. Yeah. Actually, when Herb was the closest defender, I saw that uh, he was one of eight. In a seven-game series, though? I think we can beat them seven. We own the Clippers. No, I don't think Kawhi will do that in the seven-game Oh, series. no, obviously not. But we also better not get seven damn free throws. Trey made more threes than we had free throws. Yeah. We had three free throws in three quarters. That's not... That's not supposed to be happening. Wow, blaming the refs. Yeah, I got to throw, got to hold them accountable sometimes. But yeah, they're my dark horse. 
let's go to uh most fun to watch i'm gonna go with the phoenix suns kind of obvious yeah with kd or without with with so you've only got to enjoy some fun time for about one game (laughs) his injuries have been insane yeah like that freak accidents yeah in warm-ups that's so tough yeah but i'm gonna go with the suns yeah i like that mine was obvious i legit tune into this team every time they play and they're not even like every time i see that they're on detroit i will switch the game (laughs) that's so funny i will switch the game the kings are so fun to watch every time they could be out of it but De'Aaron fox puts them right back in it because that fourth quarter most clutch player i've seen this year most most fourth quarter points Kevin Herter can get hot at any time. Malik Monk, he can torch you. He can drop 40. And Sabonis is a really fun center to watch. Dropping dimes, triple doubles. Yeah, they're they're super fun to watch. Plus their rookie, Keegan Murray. He has like, I think he has like the third most threes by a rookie. Yeah, he's about to break the record. Yeah. He's going to pass, I think it's Dame and someone else. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, you're right. Yep. That team, I can totally agree with that. I love watching the Kings. I was hating on them too. <laughs> that's the funny part. Yeah, but that's just because I up. thought an injury was going to happen. I was not predicting one, but I I was like, one injury's got to happen. But they've stayed healthy the entire year, so shouldn't have said that now. Uh, yeah, I'm, that's true. Knock on wood. I'm happy for Kings fans, dude. They've been through too much. Yeah. To take a turn though, we're going to first round exit, and I'm going to go with the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. I just. I had to put someone here, and I didn't want to put the Kings, but I just I'm going through the list of playoff teams like Nuggets. They ain't winning. Grizzlies not winning. Warriors not winning. Clippers not winning. Suns not winning. And they're one of the top seeds, so probably have to play someone like that. Yeah, so that's my reasoning. Mine's the Knicks. I just think the Knickerbockers aren't aren't very good in the playoffs. Trey Young owns them, and they're having a good year. But I still just, if there's any team I would think gets bounced in the first round, it's them. I can see that. Did you see that thing with Julius Randle talking to the ref and then Manuel quickly try to cool him down? Yeah, and he and was he like. Was in his face. That bothered me. Yeah, that that's not leadership what right there. Doing? And he should be the leader of that team. Yeah. But I think Brunson's a bigger leader than him. Like, what are you doing, bro? We don't need this right now. He's playing his best ball of his career, I would yeah. say. I never liked how he played, but he's he's really improved this year. He's starting to hit all of his shots, but like if you notice the past couple of years, he takes so many shots and they're just bad shots for him. Like he can easily get to the rim. He's got a good frame, big body, he's strong dude, he can get to the rim, but he's then he's just shooting like fadeaway jumpers. He's hitting them now, so it's looking good for him. But in the past he wasn't knocking those down, so he just looks so inconsistent before. Yeah, I totally agree with that. For best defense, we got next. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think that was kind of obvious choice. You got, like, the Twin Towers in the paint. And shout out to my boy Isaac Okora. He hit that game-winning three dude. against the Nets. He's balling. Three and D type player. And their guards are undersized, but everything else is defense. So I'm going to go with Cleveland Cavaliers. I like that. I went with the Boston Celtics. Two great defenses, but completely different schemes. I think the Cavs run two big men. They're lengthy. They protect the paint very well, whereas the Boston Celtics, they just they can switch all five. 
with the lineups they run. Yeah. And you got Tatum and Brown, two lengthy wings, super good defending wings. You got Derek White too, who's a really good defending guard, pretty underrated guard. Uh, Looks like a baby on the defensive <laughs> side. But yeah, I got them as the best defense in the league. I like it. It was tough to pick because there's a lot of good defenses. Yeah. Mainly in the East. <laughs> yeah, mainly in the East. Not a lot of yeah. good defenses in the West, yeah. if you look at it. The Heat, Sixers, Raptors. Bucks. <laughs> All East. Damn. All East, yeah. Okay, we'll switch it to best offense now. I have the Golden State Warriors for obvious reasons again. Everyone, I feel like, can drop 15 at least. Even Dante DiVincenzo, he's nice. They got Gary Payton back, Clay Curry, Jordan Poole. Draymond Green. He ain't <laughs> driving 15. <laughs> but, yeah, that offense is cold. I saw a thing a couple of days ago, and let me know what you think. This wasn't even a Pell's account, so I, it, it actually, like, got me thinking. I saw something that said, Trey Murphy is a more athletic Clay Thompson. What's your take on really? that? Really? Yeah, what's your take on that? That's interesting. Trey's a way better dribbler, first of all. They can't dribble to save it. <laughs> <Like>, yeah. Trey's <laughs> improved so that. much this year dribbling. Yeah. I don't agree with that. He's way more athletic. So he's better. Nah. <laughs> I think he will be soon. Yeah. But in all time, he'll never be. He's got one of the prettiest jumpers, dude. Yeah. He's cool. I wish he was in that I draft can't believe draft. we got him at 17. That draft was just beautiful. Got him at 17. Got Herb at 50-something. Or not 50. We got him late in the second round, and then Jose undrafted. When's Jose coming back? Not for a while. He gets uh, reevaluated in two weeks. Oh, damn. Yeah. Mine is the Kings for many reasons. Just everyone on that team can score, it seems like. Even Davion Mitchell is starting to get a little bit of an offensive bag, which is kind of annoying because – that's going to be a hard to stop if if that's the case. Nah, dude, Trey Lyles. Dude. Dropping he, you off. He did drop us off. <laughs> not going to lie. Dropped like 25. Yeah, everyone on their team can score, it seems like. so. I totally agree with that. They're just hard to stop on the offensive side. Last category we got is best home court. You're showing this team a lot of love today, Kings. Yeah. You better be happy, Kings fans. Yeah. That home court's insane. We're lighting the beam even harder. <laughs> Hell yeah. That home court, when I watched the uh, the second highest scoring game of all time. Clippers. Clippers. Kings. That looked like a playoff game. That atmosphere. Yeah. It's crazy. It seems like everyone in Sacramento shows up. It was a really good idea with the beam. Have more people show up. So I think that's the best home court in the playoffs. Yeah. Mine is pretty obvious it's the warriors i mean they're they're horrible when they're on the road they're 9 and 29 on the road compared to 30 and 8 at home i think that's my case that closes my case plus it's always been one of the best home courts even though they're bandwagons yeah they just won like back to back away games for the first time since january yeah that's insane and it was like the rockets and someone else yeah i forget <laughs> but um, before we start off grading the East, I do want to run something over with you. I saw, so you know, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce have their podcast. Yeah. 
Kevin Garnett said some wild stuff. I want to hear what oh, you think shit, about it. Oh, shit, dude. So, Kevin Garnett, they were talking about the Bucks, and he said Drew Holiday has been the Bucks' best player post-All-Star. What do you think about that? I mean, he's been amazing, but, dude, the disrespect to Giannis, are you kidding me? I do not care what you say. Giannis will always be the best. This might be the best player in the league right now for me. I don't I don't see how you can think Giannis isn't the best player. He may not win the MVPs, but if you look at it, you want Giannis over anybody. This is one of the worst takes I've ever seen Dude. in my entire lifetime. I love the respect to Drew Holiday because I feel like he never got enough respect, but damn. No, nah, I want that is disrespect. <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel like whenever the best player gets like crowned that title they get like a disadvantage at anything yeah i see what you mean yeah but back to the east grades so basically we're just going to be grading the east off from the start of the year so like expectations of what they were supposed to be and how they're doing now yep exactly okay so do you want to start from the one seed go down you want to start at the one seed or do you want to go up Let's start at the bottom. Okay. All right. So to start, we got the Detroit Pistons. I'm going to give them a grade A, a C plus because I didn't really expect much. And when Cade Cunningham got hurt, that just lowered my expectations even more. And they're doing a good job tanking for Wemmy. So I'm going to give them a C plus because they're doing what they need to do to improve that roster. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with C. I really like they got Duran and Ivy in the same yeah. year. And it's tough to really grade this team without one of their best players, Kate, out all year. Yeah. So. Next we got Hornets. I'm going to go with – I did not expect much of this team. I actually predicted they were going to be the worst team this year. Yeah. Obviously not. Record-wise, they're the fourth worst. That being said, though, I'm going to go D. They should not be this bad still with all these picks and stuff, but it's just not looking good at all, even like their future. Kelly Oubre's third-leaning scorer should be gone. Terry Rozier will probably keep around, but like P.J. Washington has impressed me. He's been very good this year. Very good. Like 40-year-old Gordon Hayward you're relying on. Yeah. So I go D. Yeah, I'm, I'm also going D. Same reasons you said. Just the Lamelo injury, it happened later, but they still didn't even look good with that team. That team should have been a lot. That team should be a lot better with how many picks they've had and how much room they've had to improve. But yeah, I love what PJ Washington's been doing, and I really like that they just beat the Mavericks back to back because that helped us out. Not terrible. Knock the Mavs out of the playoffs. Garbage. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna go D. Next, we have the Orlando Magic. I'm going to go. This was a really tough one to grade because they have so much talent, but they're just not winning too many games. Uh, third to last in the East. I'm going to go with B, though. B minus, actually, because, like I said, they have so many talented players, so you expect them to be better, but it is really tough to win. Like this, when you have so many injured guys coming in and out, and they did a good amount of trades, so I'm going to go B-. minus. Okay. 
I'm going to go with a B. Because I feel like every time I watch them, they're always keeping it close with people. And even beating them. And I really didn't expect that coming into this season. I didn't think Paulo would be as good as he's been. He's been amazing. And it seems like he's got like a spark going in Orlando that the team's just playing behind him almost. And they're playing for him as a rookie. And they're just expecting him to keep this coming, which he has been. He's been amazing. He's going to be rookie of the year, no doubt, undisputed. So what did I what did I say a B? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go a B plus actually, because while they're not they're not in the play in, they still can. They're only three games back, but there's not a lot of time left. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Or no, sorry, they're four games back. Um, I like what they're gonna have in the future, and I think they're gonna be pretty good in the future. So I'm gonna say they've. They've done what they've needed to do. They're giving, they're getting reps for these players. And Suggs has been amazing on defense. I feel like he needs to get more minutes. He's been really good defensively. Yeah, they have one of the brightest futures, and they have two top ten picks thanks to the Vucevic trade. Yeah, and they have their own Wemmy with Bull Bull. <laughs> All right, chill out. Yeah. So I'm going to give them a B plus. I'm going to give them some love. Okay. Next we got the Wizards in the standings. We like to make it spicy on this podcast with our hot take segment every day, so right. I'm going to go. Let me rank these guys real quick. All right, you cool with that? Sure. Just because I got to get that. D minus. This team pisses me off. With all they keep doing, like, they just keep throwing Bradley Beal the bag. Bradley Beal hasn't proved that he can win at all. And you got Kuzma, you're tossing him the bag. He's not a winning player, in my opinion, either. He's He'll score for you. He can get some boards, but he's for, he's for himself, in my opinion. And I just I don't like this roster at all. And I think while I don't like the roster, it should be a roster that is in the play-in at least. This is a roster good enough to be in the play-in. So I don't know if it's coaching, if these players just don't want to play for this coach maybe. But this team has been pissing me off. So, yeah, I'm giving them a D-. minus. I do not like this team at all. Yeah. I agree with everything you say. I'm going to go F. Yeah. They failed. Yeah, they failed. <laughs> they failed. Next, we have the Indiana Pacers, who are 11th seed. I'm actually going to go with D. I had a lot higher expectations for them, even like a little bit above the plan, maybe like 7, 8. Retweet. It, they have so much talent. I don't I don't tune into many Pacers games. Maybe you can let me know. But Tyrese is hurt right now, so that's a big issue. Right. But I don't know, even like with their bench scoring, Benedict Matherin, I mean, yeah, I guess they don't have many other talent besides Tyrese below that. But I had a lot higher expectations, like what happened to Chris Duarte. So I gave it a D. They need to find a forward that can fit their role because I really like what they have right now. You got Benedict, you got Buddy Heald, straight sharpshooter. I always like Miles Turner. He can space the floor he's a great rim protector as well and Tyrese he's a bucket I think they just need that three or four to solidify their team yeah they never replace the bonus yeah so I think that's their biggest issue so I'm gonna give them a c minus okay but they definitely have the pieces they just need to find that one more or two more piece yeah they'll be good soon to give them that jump yeah 
Next, we are in the play-in as of now at the 10-seeded Bulls. I'm going to give them a C. C? Okay. Because I thought they were going to be better, but they've been dealing with a lot of injuries, like a lot, and the Lonzo Ball situation. It's tough to put that yeah. in effect. His retirement? Yeah. So I give them a C. Okay. I'm going to give them – it's kind of tough because the start of the season, I would have given them like a D- minus or a D. Yeah, they've been picking it but up. But the second half, they are – they have the third best defense since All-Star break, which is – Pat Bev. Pat Bev, I guess. Exactly. Pat Bev, Pat Bev era. I don't – I can't believe it. you got the third best defense with Nikola Vucevic holding it down in the paint. <laughs> like, how is that possible? I, yeah, but their offense has been the issue. How? Yeah, I don't know. DeMar's been out a little bit. Yeah, or and Levi- Levine's not a winner, I've noticed. He just doesn't win. Yeah. He got put in bad spots to start, but he still just doesn't win. It seems like an alternate universe he was in Minnesota. Yeah. I just don't see it. I know. But he did win two dunk contests there, right? Two or one? I don't even know. We need to bring him back into the... Yeah. I'm going to give them a C, a C. C. Yeah, I'm going to stay at a C. Next, we got the Toronto Raptors. I'm going to go with C-. minus. I had higher expectations for them coming into the season. And while they've been okay, I thought they'd be, like, above the plan. So I'm going to go with C-. minus. Yeah, I'm going to have to go, like, a C. They're in the plan, so I'll give them that, but I expected way more. The Yacoperto trade has been really good, though, so who knows? Maybe they could surprise some teams. Right. Next, we have the Atlanta Hawks. I'm also going to go see again. I thought this team would be better than the Raptors, like higher, and they've just been mid. Yeah, I, I got to go C-. minus. They, they've really pissed me off with that team. They may, they got the DeJounte Murray, great two-guard, two-way guard to go with Trey help him out on the defense side of the ball. They just traded for Sadiq. They should be a lot better than they are, but John Collins is playing down to his potential. And I don't know if it's coaching. They they just aren't they're mid. Like they're really like just mid. Well yeah, they just fired their coach. Yeah. So it was part of it. Next we have the Miami Heat. I'm gonna go with C plus. Um I thought they were gonna be better. They just, when you look at their roster besides their trio, it's really like a bunch of undrafted players. Yeah, undrafted sharpshooters, yeah. literally. Mm, there's nothing wrong with that, but if you're trying to win a championship, I don't think yeah, that'll work out. Definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B minus, just because I think they're gonna sneak into the playoffs, or they're tied with Brooklyn, and I think they'll sneak into it. So, any team that makes playoffs, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a B minus. Next, we have the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to go with A-. minus. I do believe for, it does suck to lose Katie and Kyrie, obviously, but the value they got back looks pretty damn good with yeah. the players and then all those picks. Brooklyn Bridges, dude. So I think they actually have a brighter future than when they had Katie and Kyrie. Definitely. I'm going to go an A because... Uh, the start of the season they were expected to be a top team and they were they were third in the east 
Then they lost their top players, and they're still in the playoffs. So I don't know how I could put them any lower than an A. Can you believe Katie, Kyrie, and Harden were on the team? At the and they've time? played less than Dinwiddie, Cam Johnson, and Mikkel. That was just Katie and Kyrie. Katie, Kyrie, and Harden didn't even win a playoff series either. Yeah, that's because Kyrie was hurt, and then Harden, he was kind of bad in that series against the Bucks. It was all KD in that series. That's insane yeah. to me. If KD's foot wasn't so big, they would have been in the finals. You think the the uh, Harden trade, do you think the Nets got fleeced for Ben Simmons? Yeah. <laughs> ben Simmons is useless right now. <laughs> okay, next we have... Dude's playing center. Yeah. You can put him at center. So he's a good, yeah. No, I saw that. <laughs> we were doing a league, and I saw him at center. <laughs> um, see, the whole point of him is is that he's a good defender. But when you put him up against centers, that kind of limits his defensive abilities. Because he's yes, he can guard them, but then he's not at his best defensive when he's guarding centers. If that makes sense. Yeah, and Ben and Embiid were never working out. Yeah, Next. and Embiid's tweet. I finally have someone who can shoot the ball. <laughs> right. He's the ultimate troll. Dude, he's ruthless. Next, we have the New York Knicks. I'm going to go with A. They've exceeded my expectations. They always seem like a losing team, and they're actually winning this time. Bright future. I like what they're doing. Yeah, I as well like what they're doing. I'm going to go A-. minus. I think that Josh Hard trade, big jump for that team. He was perfect fit. I think I said that when he got traded. I said, I think... He's going to be the perfect fit, and they're going to jump up in the standings. Yeah, I agree. Next, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm going to go with A-. minus. This is the only team I predicted to actually be here, and they're actually here, like a top four seed, I would say. Yeah. And they've just been right on my expectations, so A-. minus. Yeah, I'm going to go... Um, I'm between A-, minus, B+. Plus. I'm going to go A- minus as well. I was going to give them B plus just because I thought they'd be the three seed. But at the same time, the Sixers are just playing out of their minds. So can't really blame the Cavs for that one. Yeah. Cavs are having a great season as well. So I'm going to go A minus. Yeah. They can still be the three seed. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're only one game back, I think. Two. Two games back. Next, we have the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm going to go with A. They didn't really make any moves before the offseason, right? And mm, not same really. Team, basically. Yeah, basically. I'm going to go A as well. So, Next, we have the Boston Celtics. I'm actually going to go with their first A-plus here. That firing at MAU Doka, I thought it would hurt them a lot more than it has. And now their new coach, Joe, is a coach of the year candidate. It was just insane to me. Yeah. And even, like, their role-player pieces are, like, playing out of their mind. I did not expect Malcolm Brogdon. Be like this off the bench. Sixth man win. of the year. Yeah, he could win that. Al Horford is still insane. And they didn't have Robert Williams for so long. I thought that would hurt them too. Yeah, they were still first. And this is wild to me. A plus. I'm going to go A for all your reasons, but I'm going to save the A plus for the team I truly think deserves it, which is the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going to give them the A plus because I think with what they've dealt with this year, and to still be the first team in the East, in a hard East team with that top standing, um, unbelievable to me. They've dealt with Chris Middleton being hurt and then him coming back, not the same at all. We all know Chris Middleton's a top player in the league, 
when healthy. He's all-star for sure, and he has not looked anything like that. He's starting to pick it up, pick it up like as playoffs are starting to come around the corner. But at the start, you hairline it. Dude, it's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Schroeder at this point. Might be worse. Um But yeah, he's starting to pick it back up. So and they've dealt with Giannis being out a couple times. Drew has been the like he's been the standstill point for that team. He's always been healthy. So I can kind of see why. Um who was it that said that? Kevin Garnett would say he's the best because yeah. he's been the most healthy. He's been keeping this team up there. But Giannis is the best. There's no there's no debate with that. Terrible take. Yeah. He's just hating. He's hating. Yeah, I also have an A for all the reasons you said. So next up, we have a off-topic game, not relating anything to sports. You want to describe it? Yeah, so basically, uh, it's just I'm going to ask Jaden what he thinks of the top 10 candies in America are. So um, there was a poll, and America got like ranked the top ten candies based on everyone's votes. And I'm gonna see if you can guess the top ten candies in the, in America. Okay. And then you're gonna do drinks for me, so, or sodas. Yeah, I'll do drinks. Soda pop. Drinks. Do you do so? Do you say soda pop or soda pop? Soda. What do you say? I say pop. Yeah. Yeah. Some people say soda pop. Really, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Soda pop. pop. (laughs) Some people say Coke. Can I get a soda pop? No, some people just say Coke. Yeah, because that's actually like the definition of pop is Coke, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that white stuff. (laughs) So we are starting to shift a little bit. I mean, you worked at Coke. (laughs) Which we sold sold Coke. Chill, bro. Don't be telling the people that. We're up hella early selling Coke. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Man, I do not miss merchandising. No, but we've been going on a off-topic, kind of not sports-related. Let us know if you like this. Yeah, we just want you to get to know like our personal side, not just sports. Because obviously this whole podcast is about sports, but it's nice to know like the personal side of me and Jaden. And then once uh, every other one in the crew gets, gets to be on the pod, we'll get to know their personal side. So, let's get into this. All right, go ahead. All right, Jaden. Number 10. What do you think the 10th candy in America is? Do you want me to just tell you right away, or do you want me to, you want to keep guessing? Mm, give me, like... Three guesses? Yeah. Three guesses, okay. Man, this is tough. There are <laughs> so many candies. Yeah, so you got to think, like, good candy, but not great. Okay. Uh, Skittles? No, I'm going to give you a little hint. Actually, after the second guess, I'll give you a hint. Starburst? No. Okay, this candy is a debate between our friend group. Um, Some of us think it's good. Some of us think it's horrible. That doesn't help me. It should. Um, I don't know. Sweet tarts? Candy corn. Yeah. How's that in the top ten? I don't Be know. Like Eighty thousand <laughs> garbage ass. See, it's the debate. Patrick and Nate love it. Yeah, me and you hate it. All right, number nine. Skittles. I don't really know how this is a candy, but I mean, I guess it is. Skittles. No. Starburst. Nope. Um. 
What's what's a guess for this? I'll just guess. You're not gonna give me okay. a laffy taffy. No, Tootsie Pops. Hmm. Okay. Number eight. I can't believe this is number eight. This actually is so disrespectful. Sour Punch Straws. No. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Nope. Dum Dum. Dum Dum. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be a hint. Oh yeah. Um. You know the commercial? It's like I mean they have candy corn at ten. Yeah. You never know. It's like when you're hungry, eat a Snickers. Yep. All right, number seven. Where'd you have Snickers? It's all like top three. Mid. They're like the Hawks. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's mid. I'm sorry. All right, our friendship's just going down the drain right now after that. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm doing the pot of my own. <laughs> Kit Kat? No. Skittles? No. Um. They come in those little aluminum wrappers. Twix? No. Hershey Kiss. Oh. Six. What the? What? I would not have them in the top ten. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Are you crazy? Six. Patrick can't go without these. Um. Twix? No. Patrick can't go without these. Um. Used to always eat them in high school. Sour Patch Kids? Yep. That's six. Number five. You're never going to guess this. It's my dad's favorite candy. He's fucking Hundred grand. He's weird. Okay. He's going to feel so disrespectful. He's going to feel so old after that. Payday. He's feeling even older now. <laughs> no. What's something that like our whole family loves that you know? We love. Hey, I'm part of the family. Yeah. Um... I don't know. We love spicy. Oh, um, what's that called? Hot tamales? Hot tamales. Oh. They're five. I can't believe that. That is trash. That's horrible. They're 80,001. <laughs> Number four. Reese peanut butter cup? Nope. Hershey's? You've said them already. Nope. Kit Kat? Nope. Starburst? What the? Number <laughs> no- This is trash. Number three. <laughs> Skittles? Nope. Twix? Nope. Payday? Nope. M&M's? Oh, duh. Number two, you've said these already as well. Kit Kat? Nope. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Nope. Twix? Nope. Skittles? Number one. Dude, this list is terrible. Number one. Unless you find it. They got the number one right, at least. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that list was was terrible. That list was bad. America, you got to rethink your candies. Oh, my goodness, bro. You don't have Twix, bro? If you voted hot tamales in your top five, I need to have a conversation, like a sit-down conversation with you. <laughs> Let's get your dad on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, for my top ten, you'll be guessing drinks. Okay. So, do you want to start with ten or one? I'll start with ten. Okay. So, this is all soda? No. Oh. Oh, it's like milk? Drinks. Is that considering like milk and... Yeah. But who would have milk in their top ten? Me. It's a necessity. You milk in your top. It's a necessity. That's crazy. You need it for mac and cheese. Yeah. What? <laughs> to drink. Okay, so just drinking. Um, number ten. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dr Pepper. No. Sprite. Nope. All right. What's my hint? Oh. It's a diet soda. <laughs> diet Dr Pepper. 
No, Diet Coke. Okay. I just gave you like the worst thing of all time. <laughs> all right, nine. Um, Sprite. No. Mountain Dew. Yep. Hey. Eight. Pib. No. Is it a pop? I don't know. Lemonade. No, it is a pop. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. Uh, Pepsi. No, Dr. Pepper. Damn it, I was going to say that. Seven. Lemonade. No. Fruit Punch. No, it's one of your favorites. Uh, Sprite. Yep. Okay. Six. Lemonade. No. Mm -hmm. Pip. No. Mm. It's a diet drink. Diet Dr. Pepper. No, Diet Pepsi. Fuck. (laughs) Five. This is interesting. All right, um, I'm going to go Lemonade. No. It's got to be in the top five. Fruit Punch. No. Um, Gatorade. No, I was going to give you a hint. Oh. Do you want, I'll give you a hint. It's like very sugary, and there's like four different flavors. Four or five. Four different flavors, very sugary. Four or five. I don't know. Very sugary. Um, I have no idea. I would think Mountain Dew off of that hint. Fanta. Fanta, that's right. Okay. Four. This is not a soda. Lemonade. No. Fruit punch. No. Water. A, nah. Beer. Beer? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Top three. three. All right. Pepsi. Yep. Two. Lemonade. Nah. Bruh. Lemonade. Water. Nah. Coke. Yep. What? What is one? One. Water. Nah. Fruit. Lemonade. Nah. What the fuck? How is Coke not one? I don't know how this is one. It's a diet drink. <sighs> diet Dr. Pepper. Nah, Diet Mountain Oh, hell no. Okay, moving on. Bro, those lists were garbage. Oh, my gosh. That's bad. America, explain. Okay. All right, let's get into something else, because that list, those lists were something. Trivia question of the day. This is going to be our new segment. We kind of got rid of game of the day. It was just too hard to come in, because sometimes we weren't able to watch all the games, so we didn't have enough information of it. So this is going to be our new segment, Trivia of the Day, as well as Hot Take of the Day. We'll never get rid of that. So, so what's Trivia of the Day? Huh? So what's Trivia of the Day? So I'm going to ask you a trivia question, just one random question, any sport, and you you got to get it. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Who has the most touchdowns in NFL history? Oh, my goodness. Mm, do I get a hint? No. You get three guesses, though. Okay. Tom Brady? Nope. Barry I'll give Sanders. you one hint after the second one. Barry Sanders? Nope. So wide receiver. Really? Larry Fitzgerald? Nope. Jerry Rice? That 208. Damn. Yep. Okay. My tribute of the day question. I'm putting you on the spot. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> Who's the top five all-time leading scorers of the Pelicans franchise? Oh, hell no. <laughs> hey, you the fan. <laughs> Dude, since like 2012. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hey, decade. Top five leading scorers. Okay. There's um, only one dude over 10K. I just want to put that. Yeah, in. probably Anthony Davis. Yeah. Chris Paul. No. Um, Paige. Well, do you want to do this in order or just say No, not, just all five. Okay, go ahead. Not in order. Is Chris Paul one? Yeah. Okay. Peja Stojakovic? No. Um, I mean, shit, if Boogie Cousins was healthy, he would have. But, dude, I actually have no idea. The mark is good. Brandon Ingram? Yep. Um, That's insane. Don't tell me to die on. No. Okay. You're missing a big one, Mike. Drew Holiday. Yeah. So I need one more. Yeah, I don't know if you get this guy. Uh, Tony. Second. Tony. Fuck. What's his name? Is it Tony? Nah. Okay. You want me to tell you? Yeah. David West. Oh, David West. Yeah. New Orleans Hornets. He started in two thousand three. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. I didn't pay attention to them at that point. Okay. Last... I did pretty good, though. Yeah, you did. Not bad. Did. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, All right. we have hot take of the day. Oh, I'm excited for this one. This one is as hot as can be. This is probably my best hot take ever. Go ahead. All right. Giannis Antetokounmpo's block is the better is a better block than LeBron's in the finals. Spicy. That's my hot take. Okay. Because I think LeBron, yes, that chase down was absolutely insane. But this dude, Giannis, was guarding a pick and roll between Devin, Bo- Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden, and he stopped both. He stopped Booker from getting the fadeaway and still managed to run back, jump, not foul Aiden on a wide – it was like everyone thought it was wide open, and Giannis came out of nowhere. There's a minute left. The Bucks were up by two. That ended up leading to them going down and scoring. And a low-scoring game, too. It was like 99 to 100, I think. Like 99 to 101. So it wasn't a high-scoring game. And, yeah, I think that block was better than LeBron's. Because everyone says LeBron's block was block heard around the world. So yeah. everyone thinks it's the best. I think Giannis is better. Yeah. I like that hot take because it's like a moment. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with it, though, because they weren't scoring for a while, and then I feel like that block created momentum for LeBron. Kyrie hit that three. Yeah. But I don't have a problem with it. Mine is... Plus, let me add this. Yeah, go ahead. That could have been CP3's only chance at a ring. Yeah. He could end end ringless because of that block. Yeah. One of the best point guards ever could end ringless because of that block. I would say that Rockets team, though. They could have won if he was healthy. It was game seven. I had an argument with some dude on TikTok because of that. He was like, Chris Paul being being hurt didn't matter. I'm like, oh, yeah, one of the best point guards ever being hurt didn't matter. Yeah, they could have. Because that was Western Conference Finals, right? Yeah. He got hurt when it was three to two, and then they lost. I think everyone in the world was a Rockets fan at that point. Dude, if you notice, the Warriors have gotten so lucky. Chris Paul got hurt. Kawhi got hurt. Kyrie got hurt. Like, they've been 
They've been getting lucky with these yeah. injuries. Yeah, we can go further into that later. <laughs> Warriors fans aren't gonna be happy with that. I don't give a shit. But my hot take is, if Shaden Sharp had Paulo role, he would have easily been rookie of the year and all NBA or all rookie first team. What I've seen over these past couple games has just got me so excited. You'd think like he's just an, an insane dunker, dunker, because his unofficial vert would be the highest ever. But he can shoot that three ball. He was efficient. So that's my take. That's actually not bad. Because you are right. Paulo's in that role where it's his. He has the ball majority of the time. He's the guy. He he has the green light to shoot it. I mean, shit, he shot 3% from three. He definitely got the green light if that's the case. If he keeps shooting after that. And I have been watching Shaden Sharp. I think he's... Put up what? What'd you say? 24, 29, 27, something like that in the past couple of games? Yeah, around that. And he's beginning steals. He got four steals. Yeah. Three steals the other game. He has so much potential. It's unbelievable that, like, his dunks are crazy. And then he's knocking that three ball down. He doesn't have a very good pull up game, though, does he? Pull up middies? Or is he improved on that? I mean, he's 19 at the end of the day. No, yeah. He can improve on anything. That's just like one of, I feel like that's one of the biggest improvements. That's what Trey needs to work on because Trey can hit the three. He can get to the paint, but when it comes to that midi, he can, he's inconsistent and that's a big thing in the NBA. You need to be able to knock down that midi because people uh, come out on you on the three and then you, that you can come and do a straight up midi. That's what BI does majority of the time. That's what DeRozan does majority of the time. That's what D-Book does majority of the time. And it's an easy shot for these NBA players, but you got to work on it. Yep. You got me excited for the playoffs. Dude, I'm so hyped for the playoffs. With that being said, I think that wraps it up, though. This was a good pod, dude. Yeah. This was fun. fun. Make sure you follow us on all socials. We have Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We'll also be posting this on Spotify. Make sure you turn post notifications on at five-star the show. And with that being said, we're out.